Merry Christmas and welcome to, to Sidman United Methodist Church for our Christmas Eve service and those viewing us online as part of the Dunlow, Sidman and Beaverdale United Methodist Church. At this time, we'll have the lighting of the Advent candles. Tomorrow we celebrate the gift of the Incarnation, Emmanuel, God with us. We celebrate the birth of Christ, who is the light of the world, a light no darkness can extinguish. Christ's light can enter any darkness, and as members of the body of Christ, we live in the light of Christ. And the world became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, the glory of, as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Jesus, the Son of God, chose to be born of Mary, to become human, one of us. He lived among us, experiencing our joys and hopes, our struggles and challenges. He came to us to bring out of the darkness to which we had fallen and into God's wonderful eternal life. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for your mystery of the Incarnation, Emmanuel, God with us. Help us receive the light of Christ in our hearts and share it generously and joyfully in our families and communities. We ask this in the name of the one born in Bethlehem, Jesus our Lord. Let us stand, if you are able, and join in the hymns of glory, and we will sing Joy to the World, number 125, followed by Hark the Herald Angels Sing, number 133, and we will be singing the first two verses of both of these songs. They'll also be up on the screens behind me, if you would like to follow along there.
the affirmation of faith, we will have a responsive reading taken from Psalm 98. If you would like to follow along in the Pew Bibles, it's found in the Old Testament on page 515 or on the screen behind me. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, bursting in jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing. For trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn shout for joy before the Lord. Amen. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Please be seated for the announcements. If you turn to the back of the bulletin uh, for the announcements. Beginning next Sunday, January 1st, 2023, we will return to our regular 8.45, sunrise, or 845 Sunday service here and the regular times at 9.45 and 11 at Beaverdale and Dunlop. The Bible study will be held Monday the 2nd, and that is at Beaverdale at 7 p.m. And it's also held Tuesday, January 3rd at Dunlow at that's 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Combined Christmas Day service will be at Dunlow tomorrow at 11 a.m. and everyone is welcome to wear their pajamas if they would so do so. And we're gonna have Holy Communion this evening as well as next week. Are there any other announcements for any of the churches? Tonight's a perfect night to share this with, uh, with everybody. And I told you uh, that I would uh, 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 share this with you. Uh, the reason I picked tonight was that the, uh, uh, I think we have a lot of uh, Catholics, former Catholics, uh, who are in the congregation tonight. So I want to share with you the meaning behind the 12 days of Christmas. It's got nothing to do with the uh, gifts that are being offered. It has to do with the numbers. This came up back in the 1400s, 1500s, when the Catholics couldn't uh, talk publicly about their religion. So they came up with this song to teach their children what the, the importance of it. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. The carol begins with a reference to God the Father, the great giver of all good gifts. A partridge in a pear tree the tree represents Jesus on the cross. The partridge is one of a number of birds that will fend a broken wing to lure predators away from defenseless young. A reminder of Jesus' sacrifice, that sacrificial love for us. The two turtle doves are the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. Three French hens represent the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as well as faith, hope, and charity. Four calling birds, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Five golden rings, the crucifixion wounds of Christ, 
also the Pentecost, the first five books of the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Six geese alain, the six days of creation, and seven, seven who? Seven swans of swimming, the sacraments, gifts of the Holy Spirit, and works of mercy. That's mostly Catholic. Eight maids of milking, the eight Beatitudes from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Nine ladies dancing, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, listed in Galatians. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Also, the nine ranks of angels. Did you know there are nine ranks of angels? Well, there are. Uh, the uh, that's angels, archangels, thrones, de denominations, uh, virtues, principalities, powers, cherubim, and seraphim. Ten birds a leaping, the Ten Commandments, of course. Eleven pipers piping, the eleven faithful apostles. And the twelve drummers drumming, the twelve truths of the Apostles' Creed, which we'll, we will be saying later. Also, the traditional number of the fruits of the Spirit, based on another translation of Galatians 5, 22 to 23. This, uh, when I figured this out in 2009, of uh, the 12 days of Christmas takes 78 days. You have to add, you know, one, add the two, add the three, add the four. And in, in 2009, it would have cost $87,403. Now, this is, this is 2022. Uh, it, it probably doubled uh, with that price by now. So I wanted to share that with you because I've been telling you I was going to do that. And this is a, uh, and many, uh, I, I used to share this with the parents uh, when I was teaching in Catholic school at the Christmas concert. And I was surprised that very few of them knew what the meaning of the 12 days of, uh, of Christmas actually stood for. So that's, that's my only announcement. The children could please come forward for the children's message.
started down Main Street in town. You know, the circus used to come in in all their cars and they parade down the street. So that's what he was watching. And the boy was thrilled when the animals and all the circus acts paraded by. At the end of the parade came the clowns, and following the clowns was a ringmaster. When the ringmaster passed by where he was standing, the boy ran out into the street, took his folded dollar bill from his pocket, and handed it to the ringmaster. Thanks, mister, said the boy. That was a great circus. Then he turned around and he walked home. He never knew what he missed. He didn't even see the circus, did he? He just saw the parade. But he was excited. He thought he had been to the circus, but he didn't know he to the parade. Well, that's pretty neat, huh? Well, you know, if you're so, if you're not careful, we kind of get caught up in the preparation. Kind of like Christmas, right? You get caught up in all the preparation for Christmas, decorating the house, making all the food, wrapping presents, shopping. But what's Christmas all about? Friends and family, that's a great answer. Why do we celebrate Christmas tomorrow? Um, for Jesus. What happened to Jesus? What happened on that day? He died. Nope. <laughs> well, on Christmas? He was born. So tomorrow is Jesus' birthday. Pretty cool, huh? So we have to remember not to lose sight of why we celebrate Christmas. It's his birthday. So you guys can help me out. Can we sing happy birthday to Jesus? You ready? Get your good voices on? All right, see if this lights. Ready? Who's going to start us? Go ahead. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Can we go out? <laughs> Can we pray? Heavenly Father, I thank you for these children. And Lord, I thank you that you came to us on Christmas Day so many years ago, Lord. And that you did die for our sins on that cross. 2,000 years ago. Be with us this evening. May we all have joyful hearts tomorrow and remember that it is your birthday that we celebrate. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'll have those. Do you want to pass those around there, everybody? Everybody can take one. Please stand again if you're able and join in singing the hymns of Christmas, Angels We Have Heard on High, and the First Noel, numbers 132 and 136. And again, we will be singing the first two verses.
case you didn't get a pen, there are free pens in the back there for you. But if you want to buy one for a dollar, that's okay. But they're in the back in the collection, in the collection plate. Please feel free to take one, free or for a dollar. Uh, before uh, I get into the concerns, I want to recognize somebody from our congregation who was in the news. Uh, you may not be aware of it because you may not get the Ranger Gazette or whatever it's called. But uh, Nate has been honored, one of the uh, ten in the country. Nate, you want to tell everybody, stand up and tell everybody what you got? No, no, no. I can't pronounce the award you've gotten. The Infi Maker Award, what you know, my Infosome Foundation. Yeah, it was through a, a company called the Infosys Foundation, um, and they're uh, like a nonprofit and they do nationwide work um, for education mainly. So I wrote a grant proposal and uh, was selected as one of ten in the country. And our STEAM program, of course, still is about ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars, good. Okay, a thousand dollars of that. A thousand dollars of that needs to come to the church, ten percent. Okay, that'll help with the uh, oil bill. Want to share? Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll help help a, a great deal. And uh, it was uh, what you're one of ten people in the country, the whole United States that won the award, right? Yeah. One of ten. Not one of 50, but one of 10. So, do we have any uh, concerns? It's Christmas Eve. What's on everybody's mind except uh, tomorrow? And This is not a joyful time for, for everybody. Have you ever heard of Blue Christmas? Other than what Elvis Presley sang? There is a service that can be done Tuesday to Sunday before uh, Christmas, uh, where there's a, a blue Sunday afternoon, a blue Christmas service. I don't know what goes on because I've never been, uh, been, been to one. I'm not blue when we get to, uh, uh, to, to Christmas. Yes? Oh, yeah, traveling, yes. For, um, still for my friend Lisa Schaefer, um, she did come up with a hospital this week, so she'll be able to go there this week. You got all that? Gee, wow. It's amazing. Yes. We found a, uh, a, a link with, for uh, homeless kids through the Forest Hills School District, uh, Mr. Jacobs. So we're gonna try to get, the, he knows this mother and daughter, which I mentioned to you two months ago or so, who's living out of their car, uh, if he's been able to find and locate them. Because at that time, he couldn't locate the mother and the daughter. He didn't know where they, where they were, what parking lot that they were spending their uh, evenings in.
So there, there is that. Uh, it, it came out in the uh, Ranger newsletter, and uh, so there, there's, there's, there's hope there to get these people who were uh, parents who were living in, in cars or out on the street with, uh, with children. So we hope to, uh, to make contact with him for this particular mother and, and, and daughter. And one concern that we, we, should, we should have, this was what I was going to use for the children's message tonight, but then I got this bright idea to ask Kathy to do it, so she said she would, she would do it. Uh, it's just not for the children, it's for all of us. Tomorrow is Christmas, not Santamus. It's Christmas. You're, what are you expecting from Jesus? You all have a list that you expected from Santa. What are you expecting from Jesus? And what are you prepared to give to Jesus? Because it is Christmas. But there's so much emphasis that's put on the other side that the real meaning of Christmas takes a second, second seat. And we know that's not the way God would want things to, uh, to be. Okay, now that I downed everybody in the, uh, in the congregation. Okay, so how about joys? That we're all here. We're all here, yes, I know what a nice sight it was to look out and see all the pews uh, uh, filled. That was nice. I'm glad to uh, see that, considering the weather that we had. And we welcome all the guests that are here from Philadelphia and from Florida. Uh, Florida, I think, brought a warming trend with us because it got up to zero today. <laughs> that was a warming trend. My, my thing said minus seven last night, and it got up this morning and it was zero. I also got up this morning and found out I had no water. The pipes had been frozen. So Tim came over about 8.15 8 in the morning. <clears throat> Nothing could be done. Uh, Dan came over about the uh, two, two, 3 o'clock, I forget what time, sometime in mid-afternoon, and he brought in a, 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 a centiline torch and, a, uh, and, and did all that sort of stuff. And the water company guy called and uh, said that we need to get a, a welder so we can put an electrical impulse from where it starts on the street into the house. And that will melt the ice. Electrical impulse, have you heard of that? Welders, you have to get a welder to do that. The water company won't do it, but uh, at least our water company won't do it. Well, I'm in the bathroom about quarter to five getting ready for here, and what do I hear? <laughs> And all this dirty water starts coming out of the uh, out of the sink, and the toilet starts filling up. And I go around and check everything except the uh, the one in the uh, bathroom downstairs. Nothing came out of there. I mean, it came out of the laundry area, but nothing came out of that. So I have water. So I'm back to human living like the, most of the other humans in the uh, in, in, in the world, not having to use my drinking water to brush my teeth or you know anything like that. So uh, th that's a joy. That was a big, big joy. Any other joys? Oh. Um, a little bit of both. Um, dogs who couldn't be here. I was going to ask about dogs. Yeah, um, he wanted to, of course, but he got called in around 11 this morning. Uh, 
So good one. In case you don't know, she's engaged to Dawson. Uh, took place, uh, oh, what was as long as the last Friday. Oh, that, that's right. I knew it was, uh, some holiday was around it, the Friday after Thanksgiving. They're, they're engaged. So I, I counseled them, you know, what are you both crazy or, you know, what are you thinking about? Uh, oh, 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 oh. I apologize to the people on the internet. I forgot that you were there. Please turn us off while I, I do this. Go, now's the time to go to the kitchen and get a snack. This is uh, timeout time, like in the pro football, which starts in, a, in a, an hour and 15 to 45 minutes. Uh, any other joys? Oh, the guy way in the corner. Yeah, for the uh, people for providing the lovely music this evening, Audrey and Alexis and our regular pianist, Taylor, or Sydney and, and Alex. You haven't heard Sydney or Alex yet. <laughs> How do you know it's favorable? <laughs> and, and he referred to his wife as our, our pianist, our usual pianist. That, 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 She plays it very well. And for the ones who play it, oh. yes, 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 yes. One of them is right over here. She'll be engaged uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> and so will I. Uh, the reason we had this combined service last year, Christmas Eve, of course, was the day before Christmas. That's why it's called Christmas Eve. Christmas was not on a Sunday. So there was no services. That, I mean, I could have done one, but there were no services because it wasn't Sunday. Where this year, I was faced with doing three services on Saturday night. Saturday, yeah, that's today. 6, 7.30, and 9 o'clock. And then during, starting at quarter 9 on, on Christmas Day, uh, quarter 9, quarter 10, and 11 o'clock. Doing three more, six services within the span of about 18 hours. I didn't think if I did that, I'd live to see the day after Christmas. So I combined everything into the service here and the, and the service uh, uh, tomorrow. So you're invited to come to uh, uh, Dunlow tomorrow at uh, 11, 11 a.m. And Matt's getting up and moving for some reason, which is my clue, cue, to come back here and pick up this, this card, which is about Thomas. And Where is the Jane in, in, in June? Probably didn't want to come out. Yeah. So that's that's it for joys and concerns. Pastor, uh, I think everyone in church tonight is here because of the joy that Jesus Christ chose to come as a child, be our be our Emmanuel, be our teacher, be our rabbi, and to die on the cross uh, when his time was called. We all want. This this is a special special day day of the year. There's no other days in the uh, in the calendar that uh, compares to uh, uh, an evening service that compares to Christmas Eve.
because most Christmas Eve services are held in, in, in the evening. Whereas uh, Easter Sunday is all in the morning, early in the morning and in the morning, uh, where Christmas Eve is a, is, is a special night. It's where all the families uh, usually get together and they, they come to church. Uh, uh, it, it's a special, special night. Thank you. She's the secretary who writes all that stuff for me. Because I can't remember anything. I lost my... I have to tell the, the Hebrew teacher this. Pastor Dave Staines. He teaches the Hebrew class. And we had off Tuesday because his daughter came into town, so he wanted to spend time with, uh, with, with her. We resumed uh, next Tuesday. Uh, we're in like the 15th class, and I'm like 20 weeks behind. <laughs> so he gave me special help one day afterwards, which he's willing, willing to do, and I said, you know, I've lost the ability to memorize things. And he said, you know, I had that problem too when I, I think we're the same age. And he said, well, as I got older, I realized I was losing the, the ability. No matter how many times I go through those flashcards, I can't remember what, what the symbol is or what the word is or this or that or everything. It's extremely difficult. But I hope to, by the end of May, because it goes to May, if I live that long in the class. Uh, we started with 12, we're down now to 6. <coughs> I hope to have a phrase that I can say to you in Hebrew and tell you what it means. We would, we would have a different uh, interpretation of the Bible if we knew what the Hebrew Bible said. Because there are many words in the Hebrew language that have multiple meanings. And the committee decides to go with this meaning and if we change the meaning of it, could give us a different perspective, a different outlook on the, uh, on, on the reading. So I hope to by then, it might be a short sentence, but I'll be able to say something to you in Hebrew and tell you what it, what it means. So that, that will be a joy. So let us come together as we enter our time of prayer and we'll pray, raise our voices to God Almighty. So let us pray. Dear God, help us experience Christmas wonder on this holy evening. May we feel all for the ultimate gift you've given humanity. Reach out to us so we can perceive your wonderful presence with us. Help us perceive the everyday miracles of your, world, of your work around us during this most wonderful time of the year. May the light of hope you offer help us transcend our worries and inspire us to trust you. Life broke through the darkness of night as angels announced Jesus's, Jesus Christ's birthday on the very first Christmas. As we look at Christmas lights tonight, may we remember the wonder of that Christmas when shepherds received that good news from your messengers. Let every burning candle and twinkling light bulb in our home in our homes, remind us that we are the light of the world. When we're outside this evening, remind us to look up at the sky. Let the stars we see us ponder the wondrous star of Bethlehem that guided people to you. This Christmas Eve, may we see you in a new light because of wonder. 
as we savor the wonderful foods of Christmas. May we be inspired to taste and see that the Lord is good. When we eat a variety of wondrous foods at Christmas dinner today, remind us of your awesome creativity and generosity. Let the Christmas candle and cookies we eat remind us of the sweetness of your love. We're thankful for the people around the table with us on this holy day. Bless us all as we celebrate together. Dear Lord, we offer prayers for the well-being and safety of our youth. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for our law enforcement personnel, the military stationed throughout the world, especially our own Second Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for health workers and firefighters. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church. We pray for, the, for all of us who have to deal with health issues that we face throughout our daily lives. Give us the strength to be able to get through our, our, our days dealing with these health issues. We pray for those who are going through difficult times during this season of joy. It's not a season of joy for everybody. Some people have a hard time getting through, through this, this season. We pray for the unsaved, the unbelievers, the people who, who need to hear your word, dear Lord, or else they're facing a, a, uh, a, a, a future that is not very, uh, uh, doesn't give a, a good uh, warning, give good signs to how their life will live. They need to hear your word so they can have a good eternity. And we pray for your forgiveness, for, the, for our waywardness throughout the week. And we pray for those people who are traveling throughout this busy holiday season. We know that many people are stranded because of the weather, and we pray for their safe and their return to their, their where they're heading, heading to during this uh, uh, unsettling time of the year. We pray for Roseanne and Tom Burkett. We pray for the lost loved ones that uh, are no longer with us. Uh, and we pray for uh, Lisa Schaefer. We pray for all the military that is deployed throughout the world that are away from their families. We pray for students, and we pray for Dawson, who is working at the Wimber School because all their pipes uh, burst, burst today. So we pray for his safety and for his uh, uh, well-being. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the people while we were praying, let them say that name out loud now. Dear Lord, let us bring our worship time to our prayer time to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Would the ushers please come forward for the presentation of our tithes, gifts, and offerings. Thank you for this day where we come to celebrate the birth of your son tomorrow. We call it Christmas Eve. We thank you for this time, dear Lord. We thank you for all the people with, uh, that are here. And we thank you for these two boys who are presenting to you our tithes, our gifts, and offerings. May they be used to help with the running of the churches in this charge and with spreading your word throughout the area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend, Amen. Amen. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. Please be seated. <coughs> and uh, now, if you want to use your, uh, uh, no, it's not in your hymnals here. Wrong, wrong place. Uh, the words will be on the screen for our communion uh, service. Soon. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Mary, did you know 
Thank you. Is it my turn now? I'm, I'm sorry I've, I've stepped on your, on your turn, turn. Oh, here we go. The words are on the screen now. Okay, good. This is our communion service. It's put before the sermon this time. Try something, something, something different. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name with joy in their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I think they put a big bottle up there to make sure that I can see it. <laughs> On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood for the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Now tonight is, is what's called intention which I've been doing for the last uh, a few months. Uh, you'll come forward whenever the Holy Spirit m moves you <coughs> to come forward, and I'll give you a big hunk of bread, and I'll dip it in the juice, and then give it to you. So please, and, and Matt's going to help me with the, uh, the hard part.
Go forth in peace and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Amen. Now let us stand as we recite the Apostle Creed together. Words should be on the screen. Let us begin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. Our, our next reading is, is going to be by Kathy Miller from the Beaverdale Church, because Charlie couldn't be here tonight. Our scripture reading is the birth of Jesus. Um, it's on page 880, if you'd like to follow along. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which was just as they had been told. Well, I'm sure you've heard that reading every Christmas Eve since uh, you could remember. <coughs> it's a lectionary reading that uh, is uh, selected for every single Christmas Eve. 
regardless of the liturgical year we're in. Luke 2, 1-20. I call this why he came. And of course, he is capitalized. The Christmas story and its characters is an ordinary story with ordinary people just like us. People without political, economic, or influential power. The good news was first delivered to the despised of the Jewish society, the shepherds. The shepherds couldn't keep the details of the ceremonial laws. They couldn't observe hand-washing rules and regulations because of the demands of the flock. These shepherds may have been taking care of the sheep used for the temple in Jerusalem. The owners lived in Jerusalem, but they kept their herds in Bethlehem. The angel invited the shepherds to go and greet the Lamb of God. The shepherds should be the example that we follow. Not only did they go where God directed them, but also they spread and shared the good news. God's appearing to the shepherds showed his willingness to appear to any who would listen. God came unexpectedly to those who were going about their daily occupations. The Jewish people waited a long time for the birth of the Messiah. It's ironic that the announcement of his birth came not to the Jewish leaders, but to the humble shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. The good news is that Jesus comes to all, including the plain and the ordinary. Jesus spent his first few hours surrounded by the least and the lost. He comes to anyone with a humble heart to accept him. He was surrounded by those who he came to seek and save, the poor, the marginalized, and the outcast. Christmas is just not an anniversary of the birth of Jesus, but also the remembrance of what God did for the human race. I don't want you to feel left out, so I'm coming over here too. Well. The gap between God and man was bridged, but the birth of Jesus. The importance of Jesus is not a matter of status, but rather his role in God's plan. Jesus is important not because of where he was born, but because of who he is before God. God's gift of his son was not for an exchange of goodwill among people, nor that only people of goodwill will have peace, but that God favors all people and is offering peace to all. We hope you all have peace tonight and tomorrow and every day that follows. God provides for us beyond our imaginations. Jews were looking for a military hero. God gave them a gift that would save them from sin. He offered them new hearts that would last for eternity. Don't think you need extraordinary qualifications to be accepted by Jesus because he accepts you as you are. Why he came was to bring us back to God. Why he came was to bring us home to that warm feeling of being loved.
Why he came was to bring us out of the cold. Like today. Where are we when it's, you know, below zero outside? We're here in a nice, warm, cozy church. Sitting among friends. Why he came was to bring us rest. Why he came was to renew ourselves for life in the world. Why he came was to feel love. Christ brings peace this night, especially to those with broken hearts. Why he came was to tell us the truth about God and about ourselves. He removed doubt and uncertainties from the Old Testament. We must be putting our lives in Christ, not Christ in our lives. Did you get that change? We must be putting our lives in Christ, not Christ in our lives. Big difference there. You are in need of a Savior. I'm glad to be the one to tell you if you don't know this already. You are in need of a Savior. Even the people who are watching us on the Internet, all those thousands of people who are watching us on the Internet, that's why you're here tonight. That's why you tuned in tonight. You must know about your need and your Savior. You come to celebrate his birth tonight. In a few months, we will celebrate his resurrection. Not that far off. Easter. Here it is, Christmas. What about all that time in between his birth and his death? How much would you know about anybody if you were at their birth and then didn't see them for 30 years. It's the same way with Jesus. How you will live in eternity is based on the answer to this question. Are you a spiritual being having a human experience? Or are you a human being having a spiritual experience? Which one are you? A spiritual being or a human being? A spiritual being has a human experience. A human being has a spiritual experience. There's another flip. We need to be refreshed and nourished to continue on our journey. Worshiping with others like we're doing tonight is the only way to receive these benefits. Worshiping together on Sundays is what Christians are supposed to do. Guaranteed you will see and feel a difference. Come back and fill in the time between the birth and resurrection of Jesus Christ who died on a cross for you and me. What does that mean? That means get in here to church on Sundays. Oh, I thought that was a, uh, a bell going off. <laughs> Live life filled with joy, now and forevermore. When planning this service, I could guarantee you that you would be home by Steeler kickoff <laughs> at 8.15. It's now 7.17. So you have plenty of time, unless you're planning on going to a party, or a bar, or something, something like that. 
We do have a bar in Dunlow. That's the only thing that's in Dunlow besides the parsley is a bar, which I, I could, you know, I could very easily just two blocks away. Of course, today I'd be frozen to death by the time I walked to the bar. So you know, and alcohol does nothing does nothing to improve your temperature. They always show in the movies and everything that they they're outside freezing to death and they have a bottle to drink. That does the opposite. So if I if I and I've never been to the bar in Dunlow, because how would it look? Did you see where Reverend Bruce was coming from the other night? He was coming out of that bar, and he was kind of unsteady with it. You know how would that how would that how would that look? That wouldn't wouldn't look too uh, uh, too well. But there's nothing else in Dunlow. Nothing. We celebrate every Thursday when the trash comes. <laughs> Because there, now there's activity in Dunlow. We go out and wave the American flag as they drive by and say, hey, thank you. And that's it. The rest of the time, there's, a, you know, there's a nothing in, in Dunlow. Except that the parsonage is there. And I, I have a swing now that I get to, well, when the weather is nice, when it's around freezing or above zero. Uh, because I'm liable to freeze to the uh, to the uh, to the swing if if I go out there now. Phil doesn't like. Oh, for those who aren't aren't aware, Phil is the cat. My cat. Phil is the, is the cat. Uh, where he was today when uh, when when Tim and Dan were over, I don't know. He was hiding somewhere because he doesn't. I'm the only human in the world that can touch him, and uh, he doesn't want to go out much in this weather. Uh, so he's always rubbing up against me. Well, what do you want, Phil? Do you want to go out? So I go back and I open the door and uh, come on, Phil, let's go. Meanwhile, it's deep, five below zero outside, and I'm standing there with the door wide open. And come on, Phil, come on. He doesn't want to go out. You want something? I just gave you food. You got food down there. You got three choices of food. What else do you want? Come on. And that's what he wants. He wants some some kind of food. So I give him choices. And uh, so that's who Phil is. Phil is the is 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 is, is the cat. That uh, is not my cat. The owner lives in Rector, Pennsylvania, now by Ligonier. For some reason, the cat made an attachment to me, and I asked both congregations and the owner and the neighbor, should I leave him here or take him with me? And they all said, take him with you because he's made a connection with you. Joyful, joyful. I have, I have a connection with a, a cat who is uh, quite picky with, his, uh, with, with what he wants to uh, eat. So keep each of my promise that you would be home by, because we, we have to light the candles, and that may take an hour and a half to light all the candles. Do we have any uh, volunteer firemen uh, here? Just in case? Okay, because we have specific directions for you for how to light these, uh, the, the, these candles. And my question is, how do you know the words to the second and third verse of, of Silent Night? Because how can you see it with that little candle over your, your hymnal? Because that's what you're going to have to do, uh, do tonight. So, let us pray. See, he was even telling me to move on. Yeah, yeah, come on, let's get on with this thing. The Father of our Savior... We're here tonight to celebrate not only the birth of your only son, Jesus, but also your actions taken to save the human race. 
We want to thank you for your gift of your Son and ask that you warm our hearts tonight so we can accept our waywardness and return to you and your Son this night before Christmas. We thank you, God, for looking out for us, and we pray this in your most holy name. Amen. Now, when we light the, uh, the candle, you're supposed to place the tip of the unlit candle, that's the one that you'll be holding, into the flame of the lit candle that will be brought along before you. And then blow the candle out before leaving the sanctuary and place your unlit candle in the containers at the back of the sanctuary. So would our, our usher please come forward so I can, uh, we can proceed along with this. went out. That's not a good sign. Oh, gee, that one went out. That's not a good sign at all. Okay. Go light them up. everybody. Frank, don't forget Frank back there in the corner. He's liable to shut the words off if uh, he's not lit up. Okay, let us stand now as we sing our, our last hymn, Silent Night.
that you come to God's house to renew your relationship with what, has been, what, what you need, which is a Savior. May your Christmas be blessed, joyful, but above everything, may your heart feel renewed with the love of the reason for this season, which is Jesus Christ. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and we all said together, Amen. Amen. Make sure you put your flames out.